Welcome to the three big questions of retirement with Tim Brown of The Viable Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tim provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here with the answers to your financial questions is Tim Brown. Welcome to the three big questions of retirement. My name is Tim Brown from The Viable Group. You know the three big questions of retirement are, is my money in the right place? Will my nest egg help me maintain my current lifestyle once I retire? What happens to my family when something happens to me? You know, when we think about retirement, it's easy to get caught up thinking about individual roles. I'm putting this amount of my salary away, or you have that company match, for instance. But for millions of us, for millions of Americans, retirement is truly a joint venture with a spouse. And with that in mind, our show today is going to explore how couples should prepare for retirement together. But before we get started, I want to welcome my co-host to the show, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you? Well, I'm doing great, Tim. Uh, I'm having a good week and just excited to be here. Sounds like we've got a good show in store. And I'll have to get my wife to listen uh, to this one with me. Uh, (laughs) Retirement planning for couples. Uh, That's good. And I know a lot of couples uh, prepare for retirement together or should. So this is a good one. I've had a great week, though. Been busy. How about you? What's going on over there, Tim? Well, we've been really busy as well. Uh, Just seeing clients uh, both in person in our fortified office and then also seeing clients, uh, you know, visually, virtually, things like that. So we stayed very busy and uh, just taking care of our clients. Yeah, that sounds good. Now, uh, this this topic, it's interesting. Uh, I'm intrigued by it, not just from the financial perspective, but I can definitely see how it would be easy to think of retirement as an opportunity to do more of the things we like to do, like golfing or fishing or traveling, you know, to the places we like the best. But like you said, a lot of people will have a spouse during retirement. So that probably means you have to build a plan as a team. Yeah, that would make the most sense, Tony. If you have a spouse that you're going to be spending retirement with, you're going to need to do a lot of planning. You know, think about it. There's houses, kids, vacation funds, college funds, inheritance. That's a lot of things on your plate. And so if you plan around those kinds of topics, that's stuff that should be done together. Uh, Thebalance.com has a recent article called seven tips on planning for your future as a retired couple and it did a really nice job of spelling out some of the key things that we need to be aware of as we think about retirement and the very first thing is that you should discuss your big picture goals together yeah and i think that's a good place to start obviously everybody's going to have a few things that are important to them but i think getting on the same page with your goals is going to make the rest of the planning process easier. 
It really does. You know, conversations about the future are really important because they lead to some surprising revelations. You're going to learn a lot when you talk to your spouse and listen to your spouse. One spouse may dream about retiring as early as possible, while the other spouse, the other partner may be, you know what, I was hoping to work till I hit the age of 70. I'd like to continue in it as long as I can. To give you another example, one spouse may want a beachfront condo down at the coast and the other partner may go well i was hoping we were going to buy an rv and maybe tour america you know hit the beautiful west the national parks so the quicker each spouse spells out their ideal retirement the sooner you can begin designing a retirement strategy that can makes everybody happy yeah yeah and i think most couples are probably more than happy to find common ground uh, Tim, and that's why having an open conversation before retirement uh, can really make a world of difference. It does make a lot of difference. And as you probably have guessed, the next key step once you've had that conversation is to think about saving money together. You know, each person's responsible for their own retirement. And if both you and your spouse are working, you may both have retirement accounts through your employers, but every couple's different. It can be helpful to reproach your retirement preparation just like you make financial decisions about the big things like buying a home or buying a car. It probably makes sense for you to make your savings decisions together as well. Is your spouse, for example, contributing to their 401k? And if they're not, maybe they don't have the opportunity to, could you afford to add a little more savings to your own 401k that would better position the both of you to hit those big picture goals of retirement that you've talked about? Yeah, that's a great idea. Uh, what else does saving together mean? Well, another factor that may apply to a lot of people is one spouse not working outside of the home. Now, if that's your situation, you want to think about a spousal IRA. It's a good way to go. It allows you to set aside funds in a tax-deferred account for the unemployed spouse. Wow. Well, that spousal IRA seems to be a great thing or the kind of thing that could really be a valuable tool for a lot of people. What do you have next for us? Oh, this is a big one. Social Security. You should strategize when each spouse will claim their Social Security benefit. It's a very important thing that couples should do. You see, married couples are in a prime position to maximize their Social Security income by timing their claims. Matter of fact, we have a Social Security maximization report that can make up to $100,000 in difference to your retirement funds. This planning element is dependent upon you, your age, the age of your claim, the age of your spouse. So you want to start thinking about that right about the time you hit the age of 60 because the earliest age you can claim retirement on Social Security is 62. And so it can make a tremendous difference to your retirement finances. Yeah. Wow. Good good to know. And uh, that's good advice. Social Security plays into it, 401ks. Uh, we're covering a lot of important topics, and it's been a great show so far, but we should take a quick break here, Tim. Is there anything else you have for us before we do? Yeah, I'd like for people to go to our website. That's theviablegroup.com. Call our office 
at 210-824-1750. Discuss how that we could get together and I might be able to answer your questions, address your concerns about your specific path to retirement. Remember, I mentioned mentioned that Social Security Maximization Report. There's no charge for that. And if we can help you in any way, we'd certainly like to help you start planning. All right. Thank you so much, Tim. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of the three big questions of retirement and our host, Tim Brown, right after this. Do you feel like you need help navigating your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on the future of U.S. taxation, Social Security, New Generation Retirement Planning System, and the Generational Vault. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from The Viable Group by visiting theviablegroup.com or by calling us at 210-824-1750. And welcome back to the three big questions of retirement. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with our host, Tim Brown. And Tim, great show so far today. We've been talking about how couples can and should prepare for retirement together and set those goals. And I've enjoyed this conversation so far. What do you have next for us? Well, you know, Tony, during the retirement planning process, what a lot of couples really need to do is consider their shared retired retirement income needs. Depending on what stage you're at in your life, you may be able to accurately gauge just how much money you're going to need for retirement by estimating what are my monthly expenses, where's my income coming from, from my guaranteed sources, maybe my social security or a pension, and then calculating the difference between the two so that you can adjust your savings needs accordingly while you're still working. This is an area where frank and open dialogue is really going to be key. It's entirely possible while you're thinking you can have a workable budget with maybe half of your current income, your spouse may envisioning a lifestyle that requires the same level of income as you're making now while you're earning. So make sure your goals and your expectations are aligned and make sure that we've done some work to fill that income gap that so many people have once they retire. Ah, the old income gap. Yeah, that's important. We all have that and we got to fill it in retirement. It makes sense, you know, making sure that both people get all the goals and expectations out in the open so they can be discussed and considered. That's very important. And I know the stakes are high. Your retirement, a successful retirement and preparing for a comfortable retirement isn't the kind of process where either person wants to pull any of their punches. You have to communicate openly about this and plan ahead. What do you have next for us? Well, remember, Tony, I was talking about, is is my money in the right place? Will my nest egg maintain my current lifestyle? This next one's what happens to my family when something happens to me. The next good step that couples should take is checking their beneficiaries. Do you remember when you first started socking money away into your 401k? At that time, you had to put someone down as a beneficiary, the name of someone who would get the money in the event of your death. But 
That might have been a long time ago, and the hustle and bustle of everyday life makes it easy to forget to change your beneficiaries as life circumstances change. Make certain that your beneficiary information is up-to-date as possible. Make sure that you've reevaluated this information after any major life events like a marriage, the birth of a child or a grandchild, or a divorce or a death in the family. But how does somebody go about changing their beneficiaries, Tim? It's a pretty simple process. Let's start with 401ks. Most people that have 401ks will log in, and there's a way to change your beneficiary right there on your login page on your 401k. And if you have an IRA, you simply contact your custodian or your financial advisor. Custodian means your brokerage firm or the insurance company that has your retirement account. And then your financial advisor, of course, is someone like us who takes care of all these things for our clients. Yeah, you can just, if you have a financial advisor, that's the best. You can just contact them and they can take care of it for you. And it seems simple enough. So what's next? Well, another solid step that a lot of people want to consider is not retiring, believe it or not, at the same time. Mm. Now, I get it. We all think, well, we'll all retire together. You know, my wife and I will retire in the same month. It sounds like a lot of fun. We can take trips together. We can join a couple's card game or we can join a couple's golf league. There's a lot of things we can do if we just retire together. But the reality is... Retirement presents a lot of lifestyle adjustments that can be difficult. And so if you stagger your retirement dates, each spouse has the space and the time to gather a better sense of what their new daily routine is going to be like, their goals or social life outside of the home. And it does give you more options in terms of choosing when to take that Social Security benefit that we're talking about. Yeah, I'll be honest. I've never thought about that. I've never thought about uh, staggering retirement dates as a couple. Uh, But now that you've explained it, it makes a lot of sense. It does. And before I move on to the next topic, I got to imagine that it's a a bit of a departure because what we've got to talk about a little bit is what happens in the case of divorce or what happens in the case of an early death. When you're devising a robust financial strategy, you've got to prepare for as many scenarios as possible. If you're happily married, divorce is one of those things we don't really think about, but it is something you should benefit from discussing. It might not be comfortable, but there's a number of assets to factor in should your marriage come to a sudden end. Some couples may want to secure their individual retirement savings as a precaution, And bear in mind that if it does come to that, the separation of marital assets can extend into retirement plans thanks to something that's called a quadro or a qualified domestic relations order. What that does, what a quadro does, is divide the money up in a way that avoids withdrawal penalties. A couple other things you should consider. You might be entitled to spousal benefits in retirement after Uh, a divorce or in the case of an early death, a widowed spouse. So you can qualify for social security benefits based on your spouse's record. I think this is a great conversation to have. Obviously, communication is the key here, as it is with so many other things 
uh, to have a successful relationship with your spouse. Finances are really important that you plan ahead and especially for retirement. And I know you wanted to dig a little deeper right now, right? Absolutely. You know, it's been a good conversation so far, Tony. But to dig a little deeper, I just want to give you the benefit of a little bit of our experience and some things that we've worked on. You know, there's mistakes that we can make and there's mistakes that we want to avoid. So the first thing I think you should avoid is viewing money as my money or your money. Although one spouse may be conservatively invested in their retirement money and another spouse may value a more aggressive way to invest, the fact of the matter is a couple is usually better off taking a household view, kind of a global view of their overall assets when it comes to planning for retirement. Yeah, and teamwork, you know, it makes the dream work, as they say. And working with your spouse uh, to really come to, you know, there might have to be some compromises. If you want to golf 100% of the time and she wants to travel 100% of the time or vice versa, uh, you know, that's not going to work. But you need to get the finances in order. And, uh, you know, uh, obviously... Uh, it's interesting. Everybody's situation is different. What do you have next for us? Well, one of the things that we don't think about that we should think about is we want to consider the differences in life expectancy, in age, and in health. You know, a a discussion about life expectancy isn't a lot of fun, but it is an important step. You know, if you're about 60 years old, you're expected as a man to live to be about 84. If you're a woman expected to live to be about 86. But if there's a significant age gap between spouses, it can be all the more important. An age difference can mean that one spouse has to begin their required minimum distributions from their retirement account several years before the earlier spouse. And then also we need to think about health. Health differences between spouses can have an effect on a lot of things like long-term care needs, health care plans, Medicare plans, and the type of activities and travel that you do in retirement and when you do them. Right. And so, again, everybody's situation is different, but uh, health and life expectancy you do have to try to factor that in and having a conversation about it it doesn't sound very fun especially life expectancy but as you said it is a critical part of preparing for retirement you know tony you nailed it there and uh we're fortunate in that we've had a lot of experience been in this business a long time and so we've seen our clients go through the life cycle we can advise them you know early in retirement now's a good time to spend money now that we've got the budget set up because it's going to get you'll get where you won't travel as much as you hit your 80s and things like that another pitfall for couples applies specifically to those who have a pension and have to choose between a lump sum or a life pension option you see what's common is that a retiree will cash in a pension plan roll it over in the belief that it's better have the money right now than having that money paid out during their lifetime. But that's not true for everybody. You can do for the math for yourself and determine, am I better off to take a pension or am I better off to do a rollover that that I would uh, 
and then generate the own income plan that would be better than the pension. But it's not that easy to figure out. It's not that easy to do. This is an area where you want to work with a trusted financial advisor. Well, yeah, that's where you come in. And uh, I think it's important to look at pensions and things. What other pension insights do you have for us? Well, couples should keep in mind that there's a big difference between a single life option on a pension versus a joint life option. And it matters a lot. Here's an example of a a big mistake. Let's say a corporate executive, he's in his second marriage, he chooses a single life option for his pension plan, but it means the benefit ends when he passes away. At the same time, he makes his spouse the beneficiary of the new IRAs. Now, if that person passed away a year and a half into retirement, the pension stops because he chose the single life option. Everyone involved might have been better off if he had chosen a joint life option and left the pension to the spouse and then was able to earmark the IRAs down to the children. See, there's a lot of things that go on. It's a big discussion. We think about health. We think about uh, life expectancy, all those things, trying to make sure that the income really does what it's supposed to do right and that's so important uh it's a stark example really uh, that drives the point home uh, and this has been a good chat so let's keep it going there can be tony differences in financial knowledge and experience matter of fact that is common it's very common that you see one spouse be the primary decision maker because the other spouse is just less comfortable making the big money decisions and may not have the experience or the needed skills to evaluate you know complex financial transactions what's important it's really important to determine how is the less experienced spouse going to handle finances if the more experienced spouse dies first? Will they be able to manage potentially large sums of money or will they be comfortable choosing an appropriate person left to do it on their behalf? So making sure the surviving spouse, if they can't handle the finances on their own, finds a trustworthy person to do it for them, uh, that seems incredibly important. And I think that's where you come in working with a trusted financial professional, right? Yes, you know, Tony, we've met with literally hundreds of couples, and there's many times when we're meeting and I'll gather, okay, this spouse is the one that's making the decision, but I'll notice that the second spouse is the one that's evaluating me, and they're trying to decide now if spouse number one is gone, am I going to still be able to work with Tim being the surviving spouse? So, it is really critically important and we're fortunate that we've got the experience that we've been able to do that for a lot of folks. Um, Older Americans have increasingly become targets for people who don't have their best financial interest in mind. So how would your spouse handle aggressive sales calls or pressure for someone who may be using scare tactics? Every couple needs to have an honest conversation about these factors so that their strategy can help head off some of the potential dangers and challenges that are out there. Yeah, and there's a lot of power in having a frank conversation, getting it all out on the table. Uh, So what do you have for us now? Well, one more mistake people should avoid is beginning Social Security without considering survivor and spousal benefits. 
Social Security has a built-in mechanism for married couples. It's called the survivor benefit. And with some planning, the lower earning spouse might be able to get a larger benefit amount from the higher earning spouse and the bigger benefit amount will continue for the lifetime of the surviving spouse. Wow. Well, that's important to understand as well. Social Security definitely plays a big part in all this. 401ks, pensions, your health, longevity. You've covered a lot today, Tim, and it's been a great episode, but we're almost out of time. Is there anything else you have for us before we go today? I'd just like to encourage people to go to our website, theviablegroup.com. You're right, Tony. We have talked about a lot of things today. We've talked about Social Security. We've talked about uh, being more aggressive versus being more conservative. We'll talk about the importance of having big picture uh, discussions together. Theviablegroup.com is a great place for you to begin the work and to contact us. And you can call us at 210-824-1750 and schedule a complimentary consultation look into your social security we'll see what we can do to help you get on the right road well tim that sounds great and listeners that does it for today's episode of the three big questions of retirement with our host tim brown thank you for listening to the three big questions of retirement don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan for more information please contact tim brown at the viable group Call 210-824-1750 or visit them online at theviablegroup.com. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Fee-based financial planning and investment advisory services are offered by The Viable Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor in the state of Texas. Insurance products and services are offered through Viable Strategies, Inc. The Viable Group, Inc. and Viable Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. The Viable Group, Inc., Viable Strategies, Inc., and Tim Brown are not not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.